Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, May 20th, 2023, and this is day 1886 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you and praise you. There is none like you. Thank you for being our everything. We can do nothing without you. I thank you, Lord, for your precious son, Jesus Christ, who you allowed to come to this earth and suffer and die and raise up from the grave just so that we could be vindicated, so that we could be um, uh, back, be reconciled back to you. I thank you so much, my Lord, for that, and that we could spend eternity with you. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is don't let this surprise you. The things that are happening in the world today, it looks devastating. It looks like, you know, hopeless, but it is not. Remember that because we will be with the Lord. All believers will be with him for eternity. And our goal is is to make sure that we are those laborers sharing the love of Jesus with the lost. Those The lost means those who don't know Jesus yet. We're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 21, verses 5 through 19. Luke 21, 5 through 19. And Jesus is letting his disciples and us know about the future. He says, it says, some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, as for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. So it tells us about this temple. It says, reconstructed by Maccabees. Soon afterward, the enormously expanded and enormously expanded by Herod the Great over forty a 46-year period. It was beautiful, imposing structure with a significant history. But Jesus said that it would be completely destroyed. This happened in A.D. 70 when the Roman army burned Jerusalem. So it was an enormously huge, beautiful building, but it was destroyed. Verse 7 says, Teacher, they asked, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. 
Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places. And we've seen this, right? And it's going on all around us and even in in our own areas and in our own lives. And so in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. And all the disciples, most of them died a martyr's death. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison. And you will be brought before kings and governors and all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves. And this is so important for us to make up our minds now that, you know, before it happens, that, you know, we will not worry about what, uh, how to defend ourselves and what we should say. He says in verse 15, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. He's going to give us the wisdom and um, words to say and how to overcome as we are going through these days. So we won't be alone and we must trust God. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers, and sisters relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. And and it might not be a physical death, but it can be a death where they're speaking negative things about you, sharing things about your character that's not true, um, betraying you, you know, someone you've trusted in, a friend perhaps that you've known almost all your life, and all of a sudden, They've gone awry and you're like, what is happening here? What have I done to you? And when you look at it and think it through, you've done nothing. But this is what the Lord said will happen. Everyone will hate you because of me. So we're in those days where, you know, things have become more lax. And, you know, back in my time, most people were fearful of the word of God and respected the word of God. Well, that's no longer the case. But not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm and you will win life. Mm, glory to God. Now you see that we already know we won't perish. Uh, we, we're going to die. But perish means that we will go to hell. Uh, people will go to hell means to perish. No, death is inevitable uh, unless we're still alive when the rapture, when we're caught up to be with Jesus. Uh, You know, so that's nothing to be afraid of because, you know, uh, separated when we die, uh, when, you know, that means that we're going to be with the Lord. I'm trying to remember that scripture, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, Separated from the body means we are present with the Lord. Paul was saying that and I got it all kind of turned around, but yeah. So understanding that death is not the end. Death is actually the beginning of eternity, uh, either with the Lord or in hell. 
So point number one, have you ever noticed warning signs on certain things? Like cigarettes, for example. If you smoke them, they can kill you or bring harm to your body. And if we choose to smoke them, we know the consequences beforehand. All right, remember that? Jesus is letting us know beforehand what is going to take place and for us to make up our minds, uh, really to not worry, uh, but to trust him. Well, Jesus is also giving us a forewarning of what's to come. He's letting us know that as believers, we must watch out that we are not deceived. Be aware of false prophets and teachers and not to follow them. Not only to be aware, but not to follow them, not to fall into the trap. And the way to not fall into the trap is to stay strong in the word of God. His word is alive, is sharper than a two-edged sword. It, it cuts deep down to the marrow of the bone. This word of God is, is life for us. And Jesus um, is the way. And the Holy Spirit is here with us to lead and, and guide us into all truth and to equip us with the power to do it. So he doesn't leave us alone. It's as though he's giving us an infomercial of what's to come. He says, do not be frightened by what we hear. Wars and uprisings. Um, I would say that even, that even applies to the unprecedented uh, number of killings going on in many of our communities. God is allowing Satan to have his way for a certain amount of time before he's locked up in hell for eternity. So I see it as this spirit, uh, evil spirit, that has been ramped up in the earth. And it's given permission to these demons, which are fallen angels, the, a third of the angels that followed Satan when he was kicked out of heaven. Now these, these demons have been given uh, some... Uh, authority to do certain things for a certain time, just as Satan asked permission uh, to persecute Job. And, and he asked God and God said, okay, you can do this and this, but you cannot take his life. You see what I'm saying? So there's, this is how that works and the spiritual realm, but only for a certain time and understanding God is with us, even though we too will suffer, but God will still give us strength and endurance to continue on. So don't be surprised, all right, even when our own family members turn against us. We already know that things will like this will happen as we are in these last days. Point number two. So what should you, what should we do? Uh, what should we be doing through all this turmoil. We should stay focused on the Lord. When I say focus, I mean laser focused on him. Do not get distracted. You know, we are going to we are going to uh sometimes stumble. Don't, don't listen. <laughs> uh, I can't say how many times I stumble and then I have to say, "Oh Lord, please help me, forgive me." Now I'm I'm learning to do this beforehand, to understand 
what's going to happen beforehand. So like Jesus said, so that we're not surprised like, oh yeah, this is, this is what the word says. And we need to stay prayed up. We need to stay studied up, you know, not out of fear, but because we love the Lord, we want to know, (laughs) we want to know him. We want to be closer to him. So continue to do what he's given you to do just as uh, the disciples did. Uh, one of the main one of the main reasons believers are pers- persecuted is to get us off course and to stop us from sharing the love of Jesus with others. We must be careful to not get preoccupied by the things of this world. Just as Jesus assured the disciples that he would be with them to protect them and make his and um, protect them and make his kingdom known through them. In the end, Jesus promised that he would return in power and glory to save them. Jesus's warnings and promises to his disciples also apply to us as we look forward to his return. We must continue to encourage one another through the word of God and with his love and trusting him. So that means we've got to have faith. We have got to have faith in God unlike ever before. You know, so uh, uh, having faith is the hope of things or the things that it is for the things that hope for and the evidence of those things not seen the substance of things hoped for. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the, and the evidence of things not yet seen. So we're hoping for these things. We don't see it yet, but we know it's on the horizon. We know it's happening. It may not have manifested itself yet, as I said the other day, but we still thank God for it as though it has happened and believe to uh, function in a way that it has happened. And in the way that God promised just, you know, a year or so ago, someone introduced me to an amazing young woman. Uh, when I say young woman, she was about my age. Okay. So I like 60 something. <laughs> and, uh, she had an amazing business and, um, you know, doing wonderful work. And she was a believer and is a believer and doing wonderful things, uh, in the community and uh, when I met her, I was looking for a space for T-Zone. And she had a building and had an empty space downstairs. But she said, um, when we met the first time, she took me on a tour. And then the second time we met, she said she was just going to be honest with me and said she didn't want kids in the building. She worked with contractors and had adult entrepreneurship kind of trainings and different things. She did a lot of different things there. And uh, although I was, I thought, wonder why she's got the space. And, and the Lord said, don't fret over it. This isn't where you're supposed to be. And I said, okay, <laughs> and moved on. And, and God has blessed us with a space. Uh, at first, we were at the multi-purpose center for a year. Now we're at my church uh, that I've been at for a year in April, uh, Destiny Life Center, Pastor Cynthia Kivett, who's allowed us to use the church for a transition zone. Well, anyway, just recently, oh, oh, another thing that happened with this lady, uh, we met again to talk about a grant that I was trying to do. It was a federal grant. 
And this was before we hired our own grant writer. Well, she had people, she said, that could help me and we could partner with this grant. It was for a million dollars. And um, we only had a, you know, a small window of time left to get this grant done. And, and she said she would reach out to me and uh, we would work on it together and uh, with the partners. And I was like, great. And let's say we may have had less than a month to get it done. I called her and called her, but to no avail. Um, no one ever followed back up with me, and we missed the deadline. And um, at first, I was a little like, I wonder, Lord, what's going on here? And uh, the Lord said, stay focused and do what I'm giving you to do. It's not time for that right now. And that's really what I felt in my spirit that the Lord was showing me. And I continued to press on and I went a whole different direction. Hadn't talked to the young lady for ever since then. And then I heard about her on the news. Uh, not in a good way. Uh, that many, there were, you know, people that she owes money to, people that uh, she didn't follow through on a project and it left a lady hanging, you know, um, her house in disrepair uh, because contractors that were through her organization did not finish the work and things like that. And the Lord let me see. He said, I, just as he said here in his word, he would give us the words to say. He would give us the wisdom and we must yield to the wisdom that he's given us. And I'm so grateful that, that things didn't work out. Although I know that I could see that this woman has a wonderful heart, that she was a, she's a good person, but she got possibly got deceived. You know, I don't know for sure because I haven't talked to her and you know how you'll just see the negative things or it could be the enemy trying to paint a negative picture about her. What I know from meeting with her, you know how you can sense in your heart, in your spirit, that the person is on point. I knew she loved the Lord. I know that she really, whatever happened, may have been because of connecting with people that God may not have wanted her to connect with. I don't know. But this is just how easy it can happen to any of us. And continuing to pray for her uh, and uh, her, you know, uh, being vindicated and, and even the people that she may have harmed, uh, unconsciously or not in without intending to, uh, praying for them as well. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, not slamming the people or the person, you know, but lifting them up in prayer and encouraging them along the way. Uh, she gave me a lot of encouraging words, and we talked a lot about partnerships and doing a lot of things, but God did not allow it to happen because God knew what was going to happen. And he, it was up to me, though, to choose to go the direction God was leading me. The same for you. You just don't know, even though it seems so wonderful and like a great opportunity and you, you're used to pressing in and making it happen. Sometimes God is saying, let it go. And don't be surprised when he tells you to do that and simply obey and do it. Because it's for our own sake, for our um, good health, everything, for you know our salvation. So trust God 
and uh, lean on him and continue to do what he's called you to do. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what it's all about. Salvation, eternity with Jesus. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's everything through him. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y, C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And if you don't have a church home or if you don't have Bible study, please join us every Wednesday night at 6.30 to 7.30 uh, through Zoom. And the link is on the website. And check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY projects. We thank you all so much for your support. If you're looking to partner with a group that's doing some good things out here, according to the Word of God, teaching our youth, please go to that website and hit the donate button and give whatever God puts on your heart. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.